Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be in this wormhole of weirdness, (laughs) that is our current reality right now where everything is strange and unexplainable and odd occurrences seem to be happening in every moment or at least in every day there's something where you're like whoa that was weird I saw something out of the corner of my eye it was a flash of white light it looked like a fairy or it looked like a dog running through my hallway <laughs> I hope that you are able to utilize and trust your intuition in these moments I hope that you're able to realize and recognize that you're not, in fact, crazy. That you're not hallucinating, you weren't poisoned or drugged. When all this weird shit starts happening, that it's a part of expanding, and it's a part of expansion, and of your expanding awareness of your multidimensionality. And I hope that you're able to figure out that you're on a spiritual journey and you have gone through the wormhole of weirdness. You have (laughs) entered into a state of being that is in alignment with the cosmos, that you are in a state of flow or a flow state that will allow you to continuously and consciously learn and grow spiritually and expand. And as you expand, the weird shit happens. Okay. So I have been on, um, several UFO Instagram, um, uh, accounts, um, on and off. I haven't been on Instagram too, too much the past few days, but I've come across these posts where Uh, There was one where a lady was walking and someone had a dash cam on their car and the lady just disappeared. She just, she was there. And then she, as she's walking, she just from her legs started to disappear first and she disappeared all the way up. Then I saw another one where a man uh, started to come in um, what looked like he was coming down from the ceiling and he just, his, his upper torso showed up first and then his legs came in last. It's almost like time travelers or I don't know. (laughs) They're being beamed in or beamed out like Star Trek. It's really, really trippy. And it's funny that cameras are, are catching this because a camera is, you know, not really an observer. It's just a machine capturing, uh, what is in the, um, you know, immediate vicinity in the environment. But what's really strange about it is um, we're seeing this and everyone can see it and you can't deny it. And so when you're just by yourself in your house and this kind of shit starts to happen where, you know, you see your uh, cat run across your living room floor and then you turn your head and realize you could see your cat sleeping soundly on your bed and you only have one cat. It's like, um, was that a pattern of my cat 
you know, being stuck in with my current reality. Is this an old cat? Is this an astral projected entity from like the astral realm, the fourth dimension? Cause it's bleeding over right now. It's bleeding over heavily right now. We're, you know, seeing the combination of the two dimensions, like the, the third and the fourth are seem to be kind of merging with each other. And there's a kind of a quantum sort of flux between the states, you know, like between the third and the fifth dimension and the third and the fourth dimension. It's, it's just all kind of, I don't know, wobbly <laughs> right now. It's, it's, um, it's, uh, everything is kind of, it seems like it's vibrating into each other. And so I want you to trust your intuition. When you start to see this stuff, whatever the initial thought you have, your gut instinct, what you feel in your gut, what you feel in your heart, what you like, the first thing comes to your mind is probably what you're really seeing. I saw three of these things that look like cats. And my first initial thought was these are hell cats. They came from hell. They're astral realm in hell, like cats. I thought that was very strange. That was the first thought that came to my mind, hell cats. And then the next day I got a, um, email from a witchcraft group that is over in Europe. And they said, um, like they were going to sell this jewelry with a Hellcat attached. And I'm like, duh fuck. I didn't know that that was actually a real thing. It was just a really odd word that came to my mind when I saw these things. And I realized, oh shit. So these things can, um, these are like actual spirits of some sort. They're interdimensional spirits. They're not like from an actual cat. They're not like a dead cat that went to hell and, you know, cause he was naughty. <laughs> you know, that cat ate my bagel. Damn it. It's going to hell. No, not like that. Not a naughty cat. All cats are sweet and loving and going to their heaven, but <laughs> whatever, if their heaven is, you know, in our world heaven or in, you know, from their own home world. Cause I do believe that a lot of cats are not from earth. It's just the way that I've seen some cats act. It's like, I think these are alien beings. I think they're extraterrestrials. They're, you know, off world, you know, <laughs> off worlders or space brothers, space sisters, you know, space felines. I don't, I believe they're Lyrans and maybe more. I don't even know. This did now again, that's just my intuition. I trust that maybe I'm right. I, I don't know. I have no way to qualify it. It's just a, it's an intuition. It's like a hunch or an instinct, but I hope that you're able to trust your instincts in a lot of ways. Um, my landlord told me that he was thinking about, um, something specific today. And when he started thinking about this thing, the person that would help him get this, um, I'm not going to talk about what he wanted or whatever, but it, it's just something he wants to do for the community. Like it's a really positive, uh, wonderful idea that's going to help a lot of people. And so he was thinking about what he, you know, what he needed and what he wanted and who's the one person that can help him get it. And ran into that guy today randomly. And that guy's like, I've been thinking about you. And I was thinking that this thing that you want, we're going to do it. And it's already just done. It was like, it was just one of those things that they, you know, I talked about, but they, it was like, he said, it was the weirdest thing. Like we were somehow on the same t frequency and my mind and his mind somehow melded. And we, when we first caught up with each other, it was like, 
it's like they both said at the same time, I was just thinking about you. And he said, that was so strange. He's like, you might want to even mention this on your show because it's such a weird thing. It doesn't happen to me. But he said that there's something about him or his mind that like, if he's in a bad mood, everyone knows like in the whole community, <laughs> you know, it's not a very big community and, and you know, it's obvious and he's not, he doesn't express himself outwardly, you know, but there's an energetic thing. And he started to realize the way that people react to him, you know, that, that we're all connected, you know, and, and, and people could tell what we're thinking and feeling. And I've had people call me because they felt that I was sad and people I haven't talked to in a long time, or they'll write me and go, I had a feeling I should write you. How are you? Well, guess what? You know, and, and right after my aunt died, a couple people that I hadn't talked to in a while wrote me and said, I had a feeling that there's something going on. How are you? You know? Or right when I got my Instagram account back, I had like three people write me randomly who had ignored me during the whole eight days that I was going through this emotional crisis. And as soon as I, you know, was okay again, I'm on back on Instagram. Oh, how are you? Uh, yeah, what's going on? It's like, it was like, it was almost like they had the intuition that, that I'm back, even though they didn't know I was away. <laughs> it was very strange. But I've noticed that um, there's just this... Um, energy of the information that a lot of people were saying things in the beginning, you know, like the one, one portal, the two, two portal, you know, like February 2nd portal is that the groundhog's day portal. Maybe, <laughs> you know, the one, one portal, the 11, 11 portal. And I was saying it the other day, didn't I, I said, I think there's going to be a port and I didn't think about it. I didn't, it didn't even occur to me you know, it's in my subconscious mind somewhere, but it didn't occur to me the eight, eight portal, the nine, nine, you know, the Leo gateway, the nine, nine portal, the 10, 10 portal. I didn't think about any of that when I, when the other day I said, uh, the tw there's gonna be a 12, 12 portal. I feel, you know, I didn't think about it because I was thinking 11, 11, that makes, it's like, you know, two, you know, two ones next to two ones that somehow made sense to me, but 12, 12, just cause it's one, two, it's like awkward. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. My mind didn't register it as this has been a thing every year for years that people start talking about. So when I said it, I just thought it was like a flash of an intuition that, oh, something's opening on 1212. And then I looked at the actual, um, you know, the year that we're in and I started realizing, oh shit, that's related to, you know, December 21st, uh, 2012. And then I realized it's also then related to 1221, 2021. And, and, and it's also related to, you know, the day we, you know, some people believe we all died and was, were moved to a whole nother part of the universe. And that's where the Mandela effect comes out. It was like a whole wild theory. Maybe it's true. Hell, I don't know. But I remember thinking, it's all related somehow. And so I came across today and this is what was so it, it tripped me out. I came across two things today where people are saying the 1212 portal. And then I'm like, Whoa, duh. It makes so much sense. I, I don't know why I wasn't thinking that it's actually a thing that other people would have mentioned. And so for me, that was just an intuitional thing. And last year, I don't think I mentioned it. Maybe I did. You know, hell, I come across so much stuff now. There's just so much information out there. It's hard to keep track of it all. But Starseed underscore 777 is a brand new, to me, brand new um, um, 
poster or I, I not by account. I only know what it's called. <coughs> um, so she's in, you know, it's a new account to me. I don't think it's a new account. But anyway, she says there's the 777 Golden Alignment Golden section. I don't know exactly what the hell she means by that, but she did say on the 13 moon 28 day calendar, which I believe is the one that Jose Arguelles uh, created, um, you know, based on just, you know, the moon cycles and what he was interpreting as the Guatemalan Mayan stuff which I've, I've kind of debunked it, even though I was a part of that movement. I was like a part of the movement when it was brand new, the whole dream spell calendar, the time spell time is art Mayan calendar stuff. I was a part of that, you know, the Zolkin. I I knew all of that stuff. I, I bought the game. I, you know, I went to the meetings. We, you know, put this information far and wide. I even interviewed Jose Arguelles uh, personally, I was a part of not the inner circle, but maybe like, you know, if there was like the inner circle and then the circle around that circle, maybe the third circle around that, maybe I was in the third circle around that. <laughs> but I did publish an article about Jose Arguelles way back in the day when this was just first getting started. I, I spent the day out of time, the very first day out of time in the world. I spent it in the park with all these people that were um, close with Jose Arguelles and knew him personally, in person and directly. And we just spent the whole day making the Hunab coups and the stuff in the park. I mean, I was a part of this way back in the day. You know, is it real? Yes, the, the 13 moon calendar, yeah, it is real. You know, every 28 days we have a new moon. That should be a month. That's what the word month means. So. I do believe in all that, but did he interpret the Mayan stuff correctly? No, he didn't. When I moved to Guatemala, when I met up with the archaeologists, especially the archaeologist who knows the ancient language of the Mayan people since he himself is Mayan and his family never stopped writing in the ancient Mayan hieroglyphics, that is their language. That is, I mean, there, his granny writes notes in that. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if you're in Egypt, you're writing in hieroglyphics, you know, you know, cabbage here, write this down in hieroglyphics or whatever, you know, you know, I want cabbage, a stick of butter. I need some paper towels. Let's put all that in hieroglyphics. Yeah. Like, but that's like how in, 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 in uh, Guatemala, there are people who still write in the ancient language and they speak in the ancient ways. And I met a man who just happened to have a PhD in archaeology. And he grew up speaking this ancient language. He went to school and learned Spanish. And then he went to university and learned English. And so he and I, I mean, I, I uh, interviewed him. I put that in my first season of metaphysical soul speak. <laughs> in fact, I put it in my very first season of metaphysical soul speak before it was the podcast. And, um, when I first had the show years and years and years ago, and then I, I replayed it in this format in the podcast. So it's, it's a very hard interview to hear. The sound quality was not very good, but I was in the, um, Mayan museum 
And that's where I learned that my symbol is the symbol Jose said it was, but Jose made up some other, he called it red rhythmic moon. And I told that to this guy. He's like, Oh my God, the Jose Arguello stuff is killing us. It's not real. It has nothing to do with our culture at all. You know, just cause he might have some Mayan blood in him and grew up in the U S doesn't mean he knew anything about our culture. Cause he didn't grow up in our culture the way that we did. Obviously we know our own culture. And he's like, no, this is, you're a monkey. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what the hell? I'm a monkey in Chinese and Mayan astrology. It's really trippy. It's like, what? <laughs> of course it makes sense. You know, it's just my personality. <laughs> huh? Just kidding. Trying to laugh like a monkey anyway. So, but so this thing I'm about to read to you is based on the Jose Arguella stuff. She even says time is art. Okay. So she says, so on the 13 moon, 28 day calendar, the 1212 Gregorian portal corresponds to the last day of the fifth moon and it marks it as the golden section of the 13 moon year, but that's in Jose Arguez's stuff. So it's kind of something he made up. I mean, he was a genius. He was a strange, wonderfully strange person. Um, he was really brilliant. I, I mean, he wasn't really, he's was trying to create something out of, you know, a few other things. And it's interesting. I mean, he created a whole movement and then he died and God rest his soul. I love him dearly. He wasn't right about, uh, the Mayan calendar stuff, but, um, but it's interesting. I just wanted to note that cause it's very interesting. So, but what she said, this is on Sunday. Now this is in two days from now. She says, on Sunday, December 12th, which is that 1212 portal, five planets, two large asteroids, and the moon will align in the night sky. Well, shit, howdy. I told you guys something. I felt like something big. It was my intuition. Something big was going to happen on 1212. So it looks like we're going to have a stellium. We're going to have Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, Pallas, which is an asteroid, Neptune, the actual moon, Uranus, and Ceres, another um, asteroid, and they're all going to be lined up together. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, actually eight things, eight things lined up <laughs> across the sky. She didn't even put the moon. That's kind of funny. She says, she says, uh, five planets and two asteroids, but it's actually, yeah, it's actually seven, like eight things because it's, it's like right there with the moon. So so the five planets are the moon, Uranus, Neptune, Jupiter, Saturn, Venus. She didn't count the moon as a planet, I guess, because it's a moon, but it's in astrology considered a planet. So I'm going to consider it a planet. So all this shit's going to line up on Sunday. There's always something, isn't it? <laughs> so I just, I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was very, very strange. So, all right. So I had, um, a couple other things I wanted to read to you. Um, also from the astro medium, it's the dot astro medium. This is the account and I love him. Oh my God. This guy is amazing. He has the most amazing posts. So if you want to follow someone cool, he, he knows all about astrology and he's always 
talking about the ascension symptoms, which I think are awesome. I love his insights into what we're going through collectively. I always give you my impressions and insights as well, but I think it's nice to see from a multiple sources that they're getting the same information or, you know, a a slightly different take and it might be slightly more uh, in alignment with what you're feeling, you know, if it resonates with you. So, um, anyway, I wanted to mention this, what he says here, uh, and this is from his post of 12 hours ago, the dreams that you're having are extremely vivid for a reason. Your time traveling, working in other dimensions, healing other lives and moving through the collective field. You are a badass psychic light being who is assisting planet earth in taking a quantum jump own it (laughs) so i thought that was pretty cool i'm going to skip ahead a couple of things he said um let's see uh many of you are having strange even dark thoughts impulses or sexual desires feeling shame around it keeps it trapped in the energy bodies and if you love yourself while letting it move through you that's the key you are incarnated as human and there's a lot of ancient stuff that we came here to clear so keep that in mind if you're going through that i thought that one was interesting so then he has a list of the ascension symptoms today neck stiffness and pain oh my god it's like does he live with me did he see me rubbing my neck earlier this is crazy that's exactly what i in fact i looked it up on youtube i mean how do you release a stiff neck like i found a chiropractor that talked about this today and i'm like oh i have to immediately listen to this um so headaches pain behind your eyes changes to your sleep cycle exhaustion Oh man, the exhaustion. I've been tired all day. I forced myself to work out for 20 minutes. I was sweating bullets and I sat down and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I can't even finish this. It wasn't even the typical workout. It was, it was the pre-workout to learn the moves. (laughs) I was just learning the moves. And then after 20 minutes, I'm like, Oh God, this is going to take me a week to learn the moves before I actually get into the workout thing of this figure eight system. But boy, I'm already getting into shape. I already feel it. I I mean, you know, a lot of my pain is leaving my body from this, but I'm able to move out some of that energy. But oh my God, just learning the moves is exhausting to me. I'm like, damn. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so ascension symptoms, pain in ribs, electrical sensations, twitching and spasms. Uh, the electrical sensations, by the way, for me, it feels like someone is touching my feet and legs. It's freaking me out. You know, I'm like, I'll look and it looks like there's nothing there, but it feels like something is touching and stroking my legs and feet. It is freaking me the hell out. I do believe it's Kundalini energy though. So, um, I'm okay with it, but at the same time, I'm like, slapping whatever's touching me away and then there's literally nothing there i keep thinking is it is it a fly is it you know i feel like maybe it's my cat and then i'll look at my cat somewhere else she's not even in the room with me or something it's like what the hell is this it's it's almost like when my cat walks by me and her little tail curls around my leg that's what it feels like what's really creepy is when my cat is nowhere near me and that's happening it's like and a couple weeks ago i felt like something licked me and my leg felt wet. 
that was creepy. <laughs> that one was the creepiest one of all because when I touched my leg, it felt wet too, but nothing was there. I'm like, what the fuck was that? That was just the weirdest thing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but body buzzing. Yeah, that body buzzing thing is fucking weird. Um, when I lay down to go to sleep every night for the past months upon months upon months, I've been getting that one where my body starts to buzz and vibrate. And then I start to feel like I no longer, um, am a physical solid being in the third dimension, but rather I'm buzzing up in a higher vibration. And I just feel like I'm not, I don't feel my body anymore. And I, my whole body goes numb and it starts to buzz like, zzz, you know, <laughs> and it's, I just feel like, um, like if somebody left their cell phone on vibrate inside all of my bones and all my bones vibrate as if it's a cell phone vibrating inside me or bees buzzing inside my bones. That's what it feels like. I don't know if you guys are going through this or not, but it's not happening a hundred percent of the time, but pretty much every time I lay down and for a while I was having this happen in my right elbow where my whole elbow, my whole arm would start to shake and my elbow would buzz and that happened for years. And I'm like, what the hell with my right elbow buzzing? Like <laughs> it was very, very, very awkward. So, um, yeah. So the body buzzing, itchy skin and breakouts, seeing flashes of colored light or sparkles, synchronicities and hand and finger pain. So yes, I did see a, a bright blue, purpley, white fairy out of the corner of my eye and I saw it fully formed. It was there for a nanosecond and then it just bleeped out, like bleeped into my existence. And I turned my head to look at it. And right as I saw it, it was like, she was like, Oh shit, can't be seen. Boop. <laughs> and she booped on out, bleeped on out to whatever dimension she originated from. That one was really trippy, but yeah, the flashes of colored light. I've been seeing that um, the synchronicities, like what I told you about my, uh, landlord, just thinking about somebody and the other person was thinking about him and they ran into each other. And it's like practically the first thing they said, I've been thinking about you all day. Really? I've been thinking about you all day. That's so weird. You know, those kinds of like, you know, you're about to call somebody and they call, you can't call them because the phone's ringing. You go to answer the phone. It's the person you're about to call, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Um, Ascension symptoms continued. He has another panel here and he says pressure in skull, teeth, jaw, sinus pain, and extremely vivid dreams about world events. See, I haven't, I haven't had that one, but that is very strange. Um, an increase in paranormal activity. Yes. So much paranormal activity. Lower back pain continues. Mine is, is a little bit in pain, but because I started this figure eight thing, it's helping me, helping me quite a bit, uh, with the lower back pain, um, buzzing in the base of your spine. Yes. All the time ear pain. My God, my ears have been really weird. They've been draining the liquid out. They've been like, I'll wake up and my whole ear is covered in some kind of weird goo. I look on my pillow. There's nothing there. So it's like, what is happening with my ears? I have to wash my ear every day. It's weird. I don't know what the hell that is. It's not normal. <laughs> it's not infected, but I was having ear pain, um, a lot for the past week for sure. Um, migraines, not as much, but I have been having at night, 
migraines without pain. Have you ever had one of those where you just feel strange, your brain, you can feel different parts of your brain lighting up in weird ways and it almost feels like, um, I can't, it's almost like an electrical sensation inside the brain happening and it's not really, I'm hoping I'm okay. Honestly, (laughs) I hope it's an ascension symptom and not something way worse, but, um, yeah, it's, this is, I've been having the migraines like without pain and it's just the weird sensations in different lobes of my brain, different, you know, like I had it last night in the left hemisphere and a couple nights before it was in the front part of my brain on both right and left. And, um, a few days before that was in the back part of my brain, left and right. And when I start to meditate, my crown chakra lights up as, and it feels as if I'm wearing an actual physical crown that's very, very heavy and also made of light. And it's filled with this hot energy, like hot electrical pulsing and buzzing sensation kind of energy in. If I think about any of my chakras, boy, they light up like they light up like a sun. If I think about it for more than a couple seconds, everything just lights up and I start to buzz and my body starts to shake and I just feel I like I go into a whole different state of mind, different heightened state of being. Like I get into the spiritual ecstasy sort of state of being. It's it's like I'm on drugs, even if I'm not on drugs or in, but it's a, it is heightened though, by the way, by the use of cannabis. <laughs> so I don't know. It is helping me on my spiritual journey for sure. But, oh, and then he says the last one, solar plexus activations and crown chakra tingling. So what did I just say? Yeah, crown chakra, lots of that. So if that's what other people are experiencing, then, hey, that's also what I'm experiencing. So it must be something. He says um, something is afoot. This is today. He writes this. Something is afoot. I've had so many things happen to me in the past few days that seem to be trying to stop me from sharing this information. I feel like I'm interacting with astral entities in my dreams. They're feeding off me. And I never talk about stuff that's fear-based, but it feels like they've had that they've been sent to stop me, but it's not really quite like that. But if you have a message to share, fight like hell to get it out. He, she, he says, I've had several glitches and accidental X outs on apps while posting or creating a post and one aspect of it is trying to stop me and the other is trying to get me to rest. Even while I was making the symptoms list, I suddenly got a searing migraine, which now suddenly, suddenly lifted after 10 minutes. Now I'm feeling it super strong in my third eye. If you're experiencing a lot of these types of issues, I suggest entity clearing, removal and healing work. It's nothing scary. It's just spiritual hygiene for those of us sensitive psychic folk who pick up little pests along our trail. And so God bless him. Yeah, I, I, I feel, um, you know, yeah, it's something has been weird. Like my friend and I were having a conversation on the phone. Um, I think it was yesterday. And while we're on the phone yesterday, my, all of a sudden he was gone. (laughs) The call suddenly ended. Usually it says reconnecting and that it didn't even do that. It was just like he was gone and that was it. And I didn't hear from him until the next evening. And he's like, the weirdest shit happened with my phone last night while we were talking to you. And right as I'm telling you this stuff, my computer that I had queued up to share the space weather with you, it suddenly just shut the fuck off. 
It, it shouldn't be because it's plugged in. I know that it's got electricity and um, it's just it just shut itself off. Rant. See, this kind of crap. And we've been having a lot of, we've been experiencing a lot of glitches as if we're in mercury retrograde. Um, I've had probably no less than four really serious misunderstanding, miscommunications with people in the past four days. Um, and one, one of them was just, it was annoying, but it was, it was a dumb miscommunication. And, um, my landlord, he's also a Virgo like me. So it's really weird, you know, that we're both very communicative people. We communicate very well together. And it was the weirdest thing because I told him I'm going to order bagels from this chef. And I wanted to know if you wanted to order some bagels too, and we can share the delivery charge. And he said, I can't believe you said that. I was going to tell you that I wanted to order bagels and asked if you were interested. I was going to ask you and I'm like, okay. He said, well, what flavors? So I forward him the list of flavors with the chef's name and his phone number. And, um, yeah, my computer just shut itself off. I just turned it back on. And it's a brand new screen. It's brand new screen saver. It's like, what the hell? It's like, did I just hop a timeline in the middle of this conversation or what? So <laughs> it's like so many annoying things at once. Navigating through this world, it just doesn't seem real anymore. It just seems like we're in this weird matrix anyway. Um, but he was like, oh yeah, I was going to ask you the same thing because I, you know, so that's another one of those. Ooh, we had this clear intuitional communication, psychic communication. And then when we had physical communication, it's breaking the hell down. So <laughs> I told him what I wanted. I wanted three, every three, er, three, everything. <laughs> I want to be one with everything. <laughs> I want bagels with everything on it but only three of them. And then I wanted three bagels that were jalapenos, uh, with, uh, jalapeno with cheddar cheese. And these are made fresh. If you order them, you're going to get them six hours later because the chef will make them for you the minute you ask. Right? So they are the freshest bagels you could possibly buy. And this guy is freaking amazing. His chef skills are incredible. I had his pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving and it just blew my mind. I hadn't had a decent pumpkin pie in years. So, um, and in fact, the last one I had that was extremely good was, um, the one I made seven years ago in Detroit for my children when we had Thanksgiving. And I think I made another one around Christmas time as well. Cause I love pumpkin pie. But, um, so anyway, I, uh, was we were just trying to get the coordination down of the bagel. So, um, in the middle of the night we were talking and I said, okay, so, um, just let me know which, which flavors you want and how much, and I will order them in the morning. And so one o'clock in the afternoon, I write to him and I said, you know, you didn't really tell me what you wanted, but I want three everything bagels and three jalapeno with cheese bagels. And he said, Oh, well, I always, I already put my order in and he already said that you already ordered from him. And I'm like, 
I haven't even contacted him since Thanksgiving, so I didn't order anything. I don't know who he's talking about, but it wasn't me. Uh, and he's like, well, you better get your order in quick so we could get our bagels together. And so I put my order in and five minutes later, the bagels arrived, but they weren't my bagels. They were his bagels. I had to pay for his $3 delivery charge. Six hours later, my bagels arrived hot and fresh from the oven and I had to pay my $3 delivery charge. So I bought his bagels for him and then he came home and gave me the money to pay for the bagels, of course. I just had to get him because he was off buying my floor for my for my house, ordering the floor. So I thought that was cool. So the materials would be here and by Christmas day, I should have a brand new hardwood floor in my house. Pretty excited about that. So he's excited about that too. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna be so happy to get these apartments finished. And he's like, I'm definitely gonna do both at once. I'm definitely doing yours first though because you're the priority. I'm like, yay, so happy about that. Anyway, um, so that was pretty cool. But the communication breakdown was when he said to him, did she already order from you? And he meant, he thought, the, the chef thought he meant, has she ever ordered from me? Do you already know where we live? Do you already know the address? But the question was, has she already ordered her bagels for today from you? Right? So it was a communication breakdown. It was like an insane communication, like flub, but we've had many of these. And anyway, when my friend was talking to me, his, what he told me the next night, he said, okay, so my, my screen froze and I couldn't do anything. I was like trying to shut my tap, you know, is his cell phone. He's like, I was trying to sh shut it off. It wouldn't shut off. I couldn't get off the screen. I couldn't do anything. It was the weirdest shit for like 10 minutes. And then I couldn't get back on my uh, device to even call you back to tell you what happened. So, and then, and then, you know, during the day he does his own thing. And then, you know, usually we talk at night. So I thought that was really freaking weird. And uh, moments after we hung up yesterday, the same thing happened to me where my tablet froze and did the same thing he had just described to me. So we're having like technological difficulties. We're having miscommunication, um, you know, difficulties, you know, and it's all as if we are in Mercury retrograde, even though we are not. But whatever the hell is going on, it's been going on for four or five days where people aren't communicating clearly <laughs> you know and 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 it was and it was immediately following the thing the energy of everybody fighting with everybody randomly you know just people starting fights randomly like you know you'd be minding your own business and people write you and i i've heard from several people that that went through that last weekend right before the solar eclipse so that was another one and my uh Landlord also pointed out to me today, he's like, remember what it says in the Bible that two thirds of the people are going to die? And I'm like, yeah. And he said, well, two thirds of the people did get their, you know, shots, the vaccination. He's like, I don't want to say that that's what it's going to be, but I think it's kind of weird that we're approaching that 66% of the population, 56% has gotten the vaccinations. And I'm like, well, shit, I don't want to live in a world without my kids. And they both got their shots. So hell, I might as well get mine. And if, if that's what kills us all, then I will die with my kids. I would rather live in a world with my kids than live in a world without my kids. 
it's just the way it is. It's just the way I am. And he's like, why? And he's like trying to talk me into not getting the shot in case that's what it is. And I'm like, shit, I mean, it might be. I have heard that theory and, and it's just something that occurred to him, but I'm like, I did hear it from other people too. I'm not saying not to get it. I'm, I think we should, you know, weigh all the options and figure it out and not be alarmist. But at the same time, I don't know. I honestly don't know how I feel. I still didn't get the vaccination because the only one available to where I live was recalled in Europe and they're still giving it to people here really scares the shit out of me. It's only 62% effective. So it's kind of like, you know, (laughs) it's barely effective anyway. So I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem to me like something good, but, um, let's see here. I want to see where we're at. So we're almost at the end of, um, at, at the end of this. So, okay. Now the next post from him, from the, the astro medium, he says, I know you're afraid and you're fighting daily and weekly to keep your sanity. And all these symptoms can make you feel like it will always be like this. You're being prepared to help the next wave of people. When they wake up, you'll be their light at the end of the tunnel. So I wanted to tell you guys out too. you know, just read it from his, because it's the truth. And, um, Let's see. Uh, let me read this other thing. I didn't read this whole thing to myself yet, but it looks interesting. So he says, as a light worker, you must also accept your role as a shadow worker. However, higher ceilings reach is how deep your basement goes. This is the duality we experience here in 3d. Your thoughts and your desires do not make you a good or a bad person. Your choices do transmute it. You're being called back into darkness, into your shadow, your parallel life experiences and even your addictions. These are resurfacing and voices in your head that say you're crazy, you're evil, you're far behind everyone else. All this is a trick. Don't listen to it. Oh, that's good. So, um, and this is, and this is another weird one with the portal thing. He says, whether it's your ego, reptilians, entities, or the government, it doesn't matter. You have the power, which is why something is trying to hold you back. The 1212 portal is about to open. So see, there it is again. Twice in a row I saw these posts that say this. Another upgrade and another activation. And at some point, they won't be able to touch you anyway. So I don't know exactly what he's talking about there. But a lot of people are talking about that kind of thing. The government, the aliens, the, you know, the ETs, reptilians. It's like, oh my God, I don't get into the us versus them mentality. I'm beyond that as far as my thinking is concerned, I'm just thinking about us all being in unison with each other in love, in that love vibrational bubble of love energy. We're in that unity situation. As far as my mind is concerned, that's what I'm focusing on. And he's right about it. I mean, knowing once you get to a certain level, nothing can hold you back. So get to that unity consciousness where you love everybody, regardless of what planet they were born on or what, you know, they're doing, you know, they might be terrible people in the 3d, but their soul is still of God and of the light. Even devils are of the light because they all came from God. Anyway, just because they chose to go against God doesn't mean that you shouldn't love them. Maybe the love is what will change them back. That's just my thoughts on that. You don't have to invite them over for Christmas though. 
don't need to celebrate Hanukkah with these people (laughs) that are evil, but you don't have to be around them at all, ever. You don't ever have to interact with them. If you're not on my vibe, then I don't got to listen. You know, you could go through life with that attitude, but just send them love anyway. Just send love to everybody, no matter what. Just a blanket of love. Anyway, he says, um, so this is his second post. Oh, no, I guess it's the second one that I, this is his post from yesterday. Ascension symptoms, racing intrusive thoughts, old memories, traumas, addictions, resurfacing, low back pain, throat tightness. Yes, my throat is better today, but boy, yesterday it really was bad. Inner ear pain, ringing and popping. Yes, I was having popping and is having the ringing for sure. Seeing sparkles, orbs, flashes of light, waking between 2 and 4 a.m., seeing 12-12 and 12-21. Oh, my God, that's going to give me, oh, that's such a weird feeling because what was what have I been saying for days? I did not see this, obviously, days ago when I mentioned the 12-12 to the 12-21 portal. I did not. It, that's very, very weird. So see, there's, I'm on to something with that. We'll figure out what it is when we get there starting on Sunday. We'll talk about it maybe Monday or Tuesday. If some major shit goes down energetically, but he's saying chest pain, digestive issues. Yes. I was definitely like, usually if I have problems with, um, acid reflux, it's, you know, if I eat something super, super spicy and I go to bed within 20 or 30 minutes of eating and I forget to take my um, vinegar. And the other day I had a bowl of chili and I mean, within five minutes of finishing the bowl of chili, I had, I had a little bit of acid reflux. I'm like, oh my God, it, the digestive issues are, are insane. So I did actually have to take that, you know, apple cider vinegar. I had to take it immediately, you know, right after I ate. And, and I have one more bowl of chili left. I, I had it all week. I've had leftovers all week. And today I feel grateful because I had a couple bagels. I haven't had bagels. And I had bagels like from this one restaurant and they called it a bagel and I ate it. It was just like a roll shaped like a bagel. It was the most disappointing shit I've had in a long time because it had like the hole in the middle that's kind of squished together, like, like a bagel, looked like a bagel. And I was so excited. And I remember biting into it and it was just like biting into like, um, white bread (laughs) that you get at the store, like wonder bread or something. It just, it is like zero flavor. And it was just, it all just squished down and there was no hard shell to it. It was like, Oh my God, you can't call this a bagel. Like what the hell is this guy thinking? He used the wrong dough and called it a bagel. <laughs> it wasn't even, it wasn't even the right recipe or formula of what a bagel is supposed to be. I was really, really annoyed. So it had been a long time. I, it, in fact, it was Cuenca's last time I had bagels that were good. I used to order from this lady who did sourdough bagels. And so I was like, man. And so now that I found this guy today, I was like, oh, I'm so grateful. So grateful for them. You know, I'm, I'm not always big on carbs like this, but when I need them, when my body's, cause I've been doing this exercise and I'm like, Oh my God, my body's like, get the carbs back when I was a size three and I was really tiny and very muscular at the same time. Um, and I was very skinny back then. I actually, I ate bagels all the time. I had so, I ate so much food. I had to, cause I was constantly working out. 
And so now I feel like carbo load <laughs> and then work out, you know, and I'm getting into that mindset again. So I'm happy about that. I've been wanting to change my life. I, that might be an ascension symptom. You guys might be like getting ready, fired up to really go forward and move forward on a project, whether it's that's it, baby. I'm just going to go out there and make a lot of money. That's it. Just going to focus on the money, get the things I need. Then I could relax a little and get back to the spirituality. Or maybe you're like going to start an exercise program, or maybe you're going to ramp up your spiritual program. You know, whatever it is, I feel like people are getting back into the spirit of let's go baby on whatever project they're functioning, you know, whatever they're thinking about right now that's going to put them in a higher functioning um, arena. Yesterday I said, don't play 528 Hertz frequency. And I forgot to finish the thought. I had said it a few weeks ago as well. Somebody that I listened to on YouTube said that she started to play that Hertz frequency on one of the YouTube videos. And when she played it, what happened was it opened a portal in her house. She has quantum vision. It opened up a portal in her house and demons started pouring out of it and running away from her. And she's like, what the actual fuck? So, um, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if she's crazy, but I'm going to go along with, you know, the fact that maybe she's not. And you know what? Let's just not F with that one. You know, <laughs> I mean, 420 or, or was it four? 28 supposed to be good. 528, not so much. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. Let me ask Prime Creator though, because I did promise and I was, or Julie, I was going to do this. I was going to um, ask. So Prime Creator, I'd like to be connected with you, which of course, 100% of the time I always am. And muscle testing says, yes, we're good. We're here. Okay. Prime Creator, is 528 hertz a portal to hell? I'm getting yes. Muscle testing says yes. Are there other frequencies that we should worry about bringing negative entities our way? But 528 is the one. Do not use 528 hertz frequency for anything. The binaural beads, isochronic tones, all that shit. Just be careful. Don't open a portal to hell. So, but if we open up a portal to hell, are we going to be able to close it again? Yes. By playing a different hertz frequency? No. By just shutting it off? Okay. Yeah, he's saying just by shutting it off, it, that's how you close it. So any demons or escaped escapees from hell, like, do we have to worry about it? No. He says the demons will get them, but yeah. So if the demons are there torturing somebody, I guess they'll go get them again and bring them back to hell. But it's only, you know, it's weird though, because people put themselves in hell. So, you know, basically, and they, they let themselves out when they're ready. So people are escaping. It's because they think they're ready to be escaped anyway. So. And God's saying yes to that as well. All right, cool. All right, so here we go. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about the uh, space weather and the Schumann resonance before I forget. And before we get too close to the end of this hour, um, the current solar wind condition is um, such that the solar wind speed is um, 331.7 kilometers per second. And uh, spaceweather.com, by the way, is uh, a place where you could go for news and information about the sun-earth environment. And um, it's quite interesting. Uh, the sun is blank, no sunspots, we're, there's nothing. 
at all. <laughs> there is the solar storm that is supposed to be hitting us either today or tomorrow. And it's going to sail south of the planet. We've been talking about that for a few days. It's a swirling debris storm. But they don't believe that it's going to even spark geomagnetic storms. Like it's not going to open up a crack in the magnetosphere or nothing like that. But we will see. It's possible, though, that there will be aurora borealis around the poles. Um, Comet Leonard has an update. And guess what? On this day in which eight things are aligned in the sky, Comet Leonard is going to be there, too. It's going to be approaching Earth for a close encounter on the 12th of December. We talked about this yesterday, but since Monday, this comet has tripled in brightness. It's now a magnitude plus five. Yesterday, it was a four. Makes it an easy target for backyard telescopes. As I said, there's a brand new picture of it today by Tom Taylor. He's an amateur astronomer from Tucson, Arizona. And um, he did a really good job taking this picture. It's really, really cool. And you can see the tail pretty clearly, too. I love it. And ironically, I was watching a Star Trek today, and they had a a problem with a comet (laughs) going next to them. And they they had to break it up. And I thought that was very strange. You know, strange timing. You know, they happened to come across that episode. You know? Anyway, um, let's see. What else? Not a whole lot going on um, as far as most of the things. There's no significant coronal holes on the Earth's side of the sun, which is good. So it looks like we don't have any solar wind. We have nothing coming our way. This thing that, that may barely scrape by Earth, you know, yeah, you know, tomorrow, today or tomorrow, it's a um, just the uh, magnetic filament from the sun's southern hemisphere that exploded. And it's the swirling debris from the exploded filament. So it's kind of a CME, but not quite officially a CME. It's also not quite solar wind. It's not the kind of stuff we normally get. So it may hit us. Like it might be hitting us right now or it might hit like tomorrow. And I don't know about you guys, if you could feel the energy of um, radiation, I've been feeling that in my body. You know, if you stand um, in the sun and your skin starts to feel tingly and you feel kind of like a heat that's a different kind of heat other than what's on the surface of your skin, you feel inside your body a little bit. I've been feeling that energy inside my house. (laughs) I'm not even outside. And so it's a very strange sort of um, feeling, but I've been feeling this cosmic radiation is what I believe it is. Um, so I just want to mention that as well. Uh, the, and by the way, the cosmic radiation <clears throat> information, it's gone up since in the past 48 hours by 0.4%. We're now at 8.8%, which is considered high. It is, um, 8.8% of the space age average of radiation hitting our, um, so it's in the top, you know, 8.8% is where we're at. So high levels of radiation coming our way because we don't have anything from the sun coming our way. According to all sky fireball network and NASA's all sky cameras who scan the skies above the United States for meteoritic fireballs. This is what they found today. And here it is 22 fireballs were seen today. 
and 22 is a number that is an angel number and also it is a number that secretly hints to twin flames it's a twin flame number as well as an angel message so look it up if you're interested and you're keeping track of the numbers there's one more for you 14 of these were sporadic four were sigma hydrids three were geminids one was a december monocerotid and there you have it for the the uh, space weather news for today now we're going to go into the schumann resonance news Disclosurenews.it is the first uh, website we're going to go to for this. And this is the damnedest thing. I go to Disclosurenews.it and it still says updated on December 7th. It has not been updated even though it shows the chart. That's The chart itself has been updated, but the information itself, enough, there's no new power number. It's like just blank. And then there's like some background noise but it's not counted because there's no actual spikes. I don't even know if there's a baseline and there's like several days in which there was nothing, hardly anything at all. So um, I did see somewhere on, on a post where someone said, the Schumann residence is spiking today, really? Because it hasn't had any news for three whole days. I don't know where they're getting their information, but it's certainly not from disclosurenews.it. That's for damned sure. Anyway, uh, let's go to heartmath.org, which is the HeartMath Institute. They do have monitors in six different cities around the world. So it gives us a little bit more of a bigger picture of what's going on with the Schumann Resonance. It's different in every city. It registers as different uh, numbers in every city. So unless you're next to a city that's spiking, you're probably not going to be feeling it so much. Um, it did on December 5th, it got into the 400s, like around 430, um, in Halului, South Africa. And just recently on the 8th of December, it was like 399, you know, so basically 399, there's an angel number for you. That was on the 1500 hour on Tuesday, December 7th. So I wanted, you to know, it's been spiking high in South Africa. If you're anywhere near there, you might be feeling it. Okay. So the, the latest information we have is always like a day and a half behind Wednesday, December 8th at the 2300 hour. This is what was going on in California, 54 Hertz frequency, Hafuf, Saudi Arabia, as well as Northland to New Zealand are both at zero Hertz frequency. Uh, Lithuania was at 101 Hertz frequency, 101, uh, Alberta, Canada was at 49 Hertz frequency. And last but not least, Hulului, South Africa, still the winner at 253 Hertz frequency. That is massive, very significant because 7.83 is considered normal. Anything above that is considered abnormal. So 253, I mean, something's going on people. <laughs> These kind of fluctuations have been wild in South Africa for years. It's been wild. And sometimes then they'll have zero for two months and then it goes back up to like 600 or some shit. The highest one I've ever seen as far as the spikes are concerned since I started talking about the Schumann resonance was 6,000 Hertz frequency in Italy. Normally they're like five, 10, 20, you know, 35 was a big number this week. It wasn't a whole big deal, but yeah, that's it. That's the news, you know, for today on that. 
I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, Earth Changes Report and the Weekly Weird World News right after this. guys, I've been making episodes of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast, for a while now, and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast. Well, I have two solutions for this question. Number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the Anchor app, locate my channel, and sign up anywhere from 99 cents to $9.99 monthly, and you can stop anytime. Or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zelle, bank to bank, or through PayPal using my email, mermaidgirl888 at gmail.com, also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't, uh, obligated monthly in any way. And you're also not limited. Thank you all so much in advance for your support. Let's keep metaphysical soul speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you. guys well this is the part of the week in which we focus on the first two a's out of the three a's (laughs) that the show's about Uh, that sounds weird but we're we're talking about the apocalypse armageddon and the ascension (laughs) now the show's not really normally about these things uh except for ascension You know, we talk about the Ascension almost every single episode because we're all going through this in one way or another right now. But the apocalypse just really means the renting of the veil. Um, Not renting like, you know, renting an apartment (laughs) or renting a car, but uh, just it means to take away the veil that covers our eyes that allows us to see reality for what reality is and what better way than through a series of natural disasters that makes people see what's really important and turn their eyes um, to God or inward to learn how to trust themselves and then to realize that they themselves are a part of the great divine that they have that divine power inside them because we do We are all um, coming from the one will and we have the ability and power to speak with Prime Creator directly and we have these superhuman abilities inside us that are latent and until we start to love and trust ourselves, accept ourselves and believe in ourselves, we're not going to be able to tap into that and a part of um, learning about all this 
is just by, you know, allowing us to see beyond, you know, the normal 3D material world and the veil, as they call it. And the apocalypse is pretty much, you know, the renting of the veil that usually happens when you enter into an Armageddon style scenario, which is when there's natural disasters all over the world and things are really crazy. And, you know, like in Egypt last week, there were scorpions everywhere stinging people that, you know, there's been murder hornets. They've, there's been cicadas with psychedelic fungus eating their asses. (laughs) God is extremely creative (laughs) in all of these crazy disasters, the global pandemic that has kept us all indoors and literally gave us all the same, um, situation. And some people are reacting to it, um, positively where they're learning how to, uh, let go of their shadow stuff and, and move on in a spiritual manner with their lives and people are remembering what's important like family and friends and loving everybody and loving themselves and you know maybe corporate america wasn't what it you know was all cracked up to be and maybe it's not all about you know getting the bag every week it's more about loving your family you know, and, and for some of us, we realize that maybe we do want to meet our goals before the end of the world, <laughs> you know, and, and it's kind of been the kick in the pants that we needed to do that. And we've also reevaluated. We want to be millionaires. Maybe some of us, I do, you know, at least that was like my one last task. I've never done that in any of my lifetimes, but, um, what do I want to do with the money once I get it? Well, once you buy a house and a car, and you helped your kids out. There's not really a whole lot more to do for yourself, you know, so I have a list of things I want to do to help other people, you know, um, like maybe put up some clinics around Ecuador, um, to help the poorest of the poor people by giving them free medical and hiring doctors without borders to come in and give them free medical. And the doctors are young doctors that get, you know, they get experience working in the field and, you know, in, with a wide variety of people and situations and in different cultures and they get to travel. It's like super fun. So it's a win, win, win for everybody. So those are the kinds of things I'm thinking about. I want to give some money to the local orphanage and, um, there's an orphanage in Uganda I've been communicating with that I'd like to help them out. And, um, just, there's just different things in my head, you know, but we're here at the end of the world. And, you know, how do you want to play it, you know, here at the end, you know, are you going to just sit back and do whatever, or are you going to do something you're learning and growing spiritually? But the best thing you could do is keep in touch with the Armageddon part of this scenario, (laughs) you know, where all the crap is going down And now we have people to pray for. And the more that you tap into your love and your compassion for others, and you're able to pray for other people, the more you're able to tap into your love for yourself. And once you learn how to love everyone on the planet, regardless of, you know, their personalities that might be offensive or their 
actions which might be horrible, once you realize that you look beyond the veil of what people present and understand that the people are there created by God, they are that energy that you are. We're all this we're all the same. We all come from the same source. So once you realize that everybody is just us in various forms, then we realize that we could pray for other people, have love and compassion and grow that. And maybe with our collective, uh, focus, we can help change what some of these disasters, you know, we can make it a little, you know, better for the people. Now the word Armageddon, just before we get into this means, um, the ending of one world and the beginning of a new world. So basically that's what we're doing. We're trying to break down whatever it is that we've been going through and raise ourselves back up and raise ourselves into the fifth dimension by raising our vibrations. It's not going to be another, you know, the fifth dimension. It's just like we're pulling heaven to earth by our own actions, by our love, our compassion, raising our vibration. We're not going to just like hop up into another world and suddenly we don't see our house or our clothes or our family anymore. And we're confused and we're in just an empty white room out of nowhere. It's not like that. It's just raising our vibration so high that we can tap into the superhuman abilities and we can tap into our fast manifestation powers and we can tap into our healing abilities to help others and we can create the world of our dreams. So here we go. Watchers.news is where I go to um, get the news that's happening um, just on a basic geological level. This is what's affecting people. So we're praying for the people. We're praying for the regions and areas. But this is not... um, you know, political news or whatever. This is just basic science news. And the tagline for the website, watchers.news, is watching the world evolve and transform. So here we go. Uh, Starting on December 4th until uh, December 10th is what we're going for. So high-level eruption happened in Indonesia at the Semeru volcano in East Java. The aviation color code was raised to red, and the, this came two days after the high-level eruption here in Ecuador at San Gay Volcano. Now, the thing is, though, about San Gay, it is not near anybody. But the thing is about this one, this is really bad because uh, 39 people have been killed, 12 are missing, and 57 others Um, have been injured after the powerful eruption of the Semeru volcano in the Indonesian province of East Java. 38 schools were damaged and 3,000 houses were damaged as well. So let's, uh, I mean, that's, that's a lot. Let's send a lot of love and light to the people of Indonesia um, after this volcano erupted. Let's send... um, Love and light and healing energy to the people that uh, lost their 39 loved ones and the people that are worried about their 12 missing loved ones 
And let's pray that the 57 that were injured get um, healed really soon. Let's imagine them feeling happy and and whole and grateful that they're healed. And um, I guess everyone else there, let's just give them the foresight, the energy of, you know, let's get the hell out of here, away from this volcano and wear our masks over our faces that we have for COVID just because we don't want to breathe in the ash. So that's, you know, let's just, you know, put that in people's minds, you know, just remember to keep your face covered. Breathing in ash uh, from volcano is, it's so fine. The particulate matter is so tiny. You can't see it. And it's really hard to breathe. When I was in um, Cuenca, I was breathing in the volcanic ash from um, Sangay, like God, a couple times a week. It was it's called the giver. That's what the word Sangay means, the giver. And boy, this this is a volcano that gives and gives and gives. All right, so next we go to Ireland where Storm Bara is was expected to impact Ireland and the UK with strong winds, heavy rain, and even snow. This was a storm um, named by Met Erin on December 5th, um, and it was due to impact heavily the Republic of Ireland. It's a deep, low-pressure area that was moving in from the Atlantic Ocean. So we're going to just hold off on talk more about this because I'm sure we're going to see what happened in a couple news stories. So here we go. Um, The next one's kind of interesting. There was an amazing earth grazing fireball over the Mediterranean Sea. It was stunning, slow-moving fireball that crossed the night sky over the Mediterranean Sea at 4.08 UTC time on December 4th. Now, this was a bolide that was generated by a rock or a meteoroid from a comet that hit the atmosphere at 83,000 kilometers per hour or 51,600 kilometers per hour. So pretty interesting. If you want to check it out, there's actually a video of this huge fireball. It looks very interesting. That was there over the Mediterranean. Oh gosh. Now six days ago. And then very next day, there was another very bright fireball that was streaking through the night sky over Idaho in the United States. I have an uncle there, Uncle Joe. I hope he got to see that. Sounds interesting. So uh, this happened at 8.40 UTC time on December 5th. The American Meteor Society so far has received five reports, two videos, and two photos. So that sounds very interesting. In this picture, it looks pretty massive, actually, and very, very bright, obviously, it's magnesium, but it's got some like turquoise blue in there. I don't know what causes that color at all, but it's very, very interesting. So next we go to the Russian city of St. Petersburg. Oh my gosh. They are in a deep freeze right now. Wow. In fact, St. Petersburg has actually broken the daily temperature record set back in 
1893. The temperature dropped down to negative 5.8 degrees Fahrenheit, which is also known as negative 20.9 degrees Celsius. And that was on the 5th of December on last Sunday. And um, it has been 128 years that they had the record in 1893 but today it actually got colder or on this i guess five days ago it actually got colder so this is a new daily cold weather record let's send a love and light and sunshine energy to saint petersburg in russia so uh grim's Voten volcano Aviation color code was raised to orange in Iceland, um, according to the Icelandic Met Office or the IMO. And they were at yellow, but they had to raise it up to orange because of, um, well, because a glacial flood from Grimsvotten had reached its peak discharge. So, you know, that might be something to watch in upcoming weeks. We'll see. Um, soon so if, if they may mention it again um this week i'll let you know all right so next we go to sweden where a historic cold spell has hit scandinavia and sweden and they have recorded the coldest december day in 35 years so this unusually cold temperature for this time of year um has been affecting that area with a temperature of negative 43.8 degrees Celsius or otherwise known as negative 46.8 degrees Fahrenheit. That's really freaking cold. That was registered in Naimaka in northern Lapland on uh, Monday, December 6th. And so let's send love and light to Sweden and Scandinavia and sunshine warm hug kind of energy there is a series of strong earthquakes that were reported about that hit off the coast of oregon in the united states on december 7th and 8th the quakes were taking place at shallow depth at 6.2 miles otherwise known as 10 kilometers and some were 500 kilometers west of salem oregon or 320 miles west of Salem. And uh, the swarm was, um, looks like it was massive. Like there's a lot of them. Like I'm trying to count it. It's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14. It looks like 14 or 15 uh, earthquakes. So I don't know what that means right now. We'll find out later when we, um, you know, if, if they talk about it again will know and another bright fireball was streaking through the night sky over indiana in the united states and um, the event lasted for four seconds on december 8th 2021 the american meteor society or ams has so far received 39 report reports from eyewitnesses in illinois indiana and michigan as well as other states. So, um, so yeah, that happened over Indiana, probably Ohio. People saw that. That's crazy. Uh, the picture here is 
weirdly dark. <laughs> it's not an actual picture of the fireball itself. Probably what the night sky looked like before <laughs> or after. That's a weird picture to have there, guys. But, all right, let's move on. Um, there has been a new type of earthquake discovered. This is called the hybrid frequency waveform earthquake. What the actual hell? That is very strange. Uh, it's called EHW. So hybrid frequency waveform type of earthquake. This was uh, discovered by a team of researchers from Canada and Germany who discovered and documented a new type of earthquake in an injection environment in British Columbia, Canada. And um, they recently discovered seismic events are slower than conventional earthquakes. That is really strange. Now, of course, if you want to read these articles, I'm just reading the headlines and first paragraph. Um, by all means, go to watchers.news and you can take your time and really look at some of these stories and as well as videos of the fireballs. And speaking of which, a very bright fireball was seen over Central Europe at 1729 UTC time, also on December 7th. This event lasted up to five seconds. Wow. That's pretty long before the object disintegrated in a series of flashes. And this was also bright turquoise blue. This is very strange and purple too. Very strange um, energy in this picture. If you guys want to check it out again, watchers.news. So uh, the American Meteor Society did receive uh, 34 witness reports from people. So, uh, that sounds really interesting. Um, next we go to, uh, Japan where a strong magnitude 6.0 earthquake has hit Ryukyu islands in Japan. And the, um, JMA has reported a depth of 20 kilometers, otherwise known as 12.4 miles. And the USGS is reporting it at a depth of 17 kilometers or 10 miles and magnitude 6.0. So they were in agreement. Now the uh, EMSC said it was magnitude 5.9. And it doesn't say the depth here. I'd have to go to the next page. We're going to skip that for now. If you want to hear, if you honestly want to know, watchers.news. You can go check it out. Um, Severe winds did hit Ireland as storm Barra rolls in and they left 60,000 customers without power. My God, that's the last thing you want to happen when you're getting snow. A powerful deep low pressure area that moved in from the Atlantic Ocean did hit Ireland on Tuesday and Wednesday, the 7th and 8th of December, 2021, bringing severe winds and heavy rain at the height of the storm, more than 60,000 customers were without power. So let's send love and light and um, the energy of the power working again and sunshine, just nice warm sunshines to Ireland. Um, the, there was a ground deformation at the Oakmoke volcano 
this suggests shallow magma intrusion in the United States. This is um, according to the Alaska Volcano Observatory, the AVO. They observed a change from the long-term deformation pattern at Akmak Volcano as measured by two continuous global navigation satellite systems, GNSS stations, within the caldera between September and November of this year. So that might be something to keep an eye on. You know, that's probably going to go off soon. All right, so uh, the weekly volcanic activity report says that there was new activity and unrest reported for four volcanoes from the 1st through the 7th of December. Now, during the same period, ongoing activity had been reported for 15 volcanoes. That brings our total up to 19 volcanoes, and that still puts us below what is considered normal for any given time. There's always 20 to 21 volcanoes going off, so this is a little bit less than normal. So we're not going to worry about that at the, at the moment. Uh, so there was a slow slip event in progress under the Kapiti Horowenua area in New Zealand in mid-September 2021, and now it's expected to continue for several more months. The part of the subducting Pacific Plate, which is 18 to 31 miles or 30 to 50 kilometers beneath Kapiti has started moving slowly again. Now, what does that mean, slow slip event? I, it sounds like the um, tectonic plates of the earth are moving. I don't know why they don't mention also at the same time earthquakes. That's usually how earthquakes start is when the tectonic plates start to move around and shift a bit. So, all right, I don't know what to do about that. Let's just send love and light to New Zealand. I don't know what we can do about that prayer-wise, so let's move on. There was an extra-tropical cyclone off the coast of Brazil, and it brought more than 450 millimeters, or 17.7 inches, of rain to Bahia. And uh, this was a cyclone that formed off the coast of southern Brazil. It caused the severe floods, and it left three people dead. So let's send love and light to the families who lost their loved ones. And let's send lots of sunshine and love and light to Brazil. Hello, darling. Are you upset? You don't want people in Brazil to suffer, right? You kind of come say hi to the people. So a knowledge raven spell is she's rubbing her head on the tablet, giving you guys her love. What's going on, baby girl? All right. Yeah, let's cuddle. All right. She wanted to come and put her arms around me. Such a good baby girl you are. Are you my good girl? Let's say hi to the people. All right, she's not very talkative right now, but she did rub her head on the tablet twice. <laughs> she loves you very much, guys. Just keep that in mind. It's a very loving cat. She's She uh, did rip the hell out of the screen door finally, and when the landlord came up, she um, put her arm out all the way to her uh, armpit, and she started trying to smack him <laughs> through the screen that she had ripped. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make you pay for the screen door, not your mom. It's your fault, not her fault. 
And so now he's pricing out metal screens, and that's all her fault. <laughs> and I've got to pay for it, but all right, $50 later, but thanks for that. <laughs> now she's up on my par- on my shoulder like the parrot that she is, and I feel like the weirdest pirate ever. <laughs> There's there right in the smack dab middle of this uh, Earth Changes report, we've got the Knowledge Raven spell report. <laughs> All right, and last but not least, we have one more article. The major winter storm that is impacting the Central Plains, Upper Midwest, and Great Lakes in the United States. Um, this has uh, started on Friday, and it will go through Saturday, um, which is tomorrow. The snowfall rates will be um, or have already been 50 millimeters or two inches per hour holy moly or at least that's what they're saying is possible they expect near whiteout conditions and of course dangerous travel on the roadways guys so if you're in the upper midwest great lakes or central plains region this is a major winter storm coming your way Make certain that you keep um, supplies, um, you know, in your car, lest you get stuck. Don't leave the house unless you have to. Be very, very careful out there, guys. I know how cold it can freaking be. Uh, I lived, I grew up in Minnesota, guys, and I just, I'm looking at this going, man, this looks like a big storm. Uh, Just please protect yourself. And make sure you have uh, the survival kits that they have for cars and, um, you know, the uh, space blankets, the space age silver blankets, the little squares, you unravel them and they're all crinkly, but they actually will reflect your body heat back. They're very, very um, uh, functional. When my kids and I lived in um, Detroit... Uh, and our power went out and I didn't have heat because the heat was based on the electricity. And I mean, I had a tent. I had the foresight. A friend of mine said, if you get a tent and you put it inside your house and you have uh, really warm sleeping bags and your goose down comforters, if your power goes out, you could live inside the tent and you can live for longer. And that's what we did. And my kids would be in my room with sometimes with the heater inside the tent you know, cuddled up in their little goose down comforters. That goose down works as well. And you can take those space age blankets and there's also something like that or the, um, uh, the shield that you put in your car that reflects the sun in the summertime to keep your car cool. You could put those underneath your sheets in your bed and that will also reflect your body heat back to you if you are ever without power um, just make sure that you do your emergency um, supplies before something like this impacts um, I have heard that if you take a big can of um, like Crisco like lard not that you're gonna want to eat it but get those big thick fat white candles like the tapers that are like I don't know eight to ten inches Long and you put those um, into the Crisco and you could burn that for like in a big huge can of Crisco that you get at Walmart that can burn for six months 
So, you know, to provide a little bit of heat and light if you don't have it in your house. And it's safer than using Sterno because you could die from that stuff. So be very careful. Anyway, so let's send love and light to all the people that lost their lives in all the areas we uh, just mentioned. Let's send sunshine to uh, the Midwest part of the U.S. and also just the energy of common sense so that people will know what to do and how to react in any emergencies that may arise as a result of these intense weather patterns. So there you have it. That's the end of the Earth Changes Report. It was short and sweet today, which is good. Now we're going to go into the weird news. This is a portion of the week that we dedicate to just laying our hair down a little bit and laughing a little bit and making fun of some of the crazy shit that's happening just because, you know, um, it's interesting and funny and, well, there you have it. All right, uh, I'm going to pause this real quick and make sure this page loads right. And then we're going to get into the weird news happening around the world. All right, so now we're going to turn to news.sky.com forward slash strange news. So this is the headlines. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so um, Domino's asks I'm a celeb fans to stop ordering pizza to the show's castle set. Um... Oh my God. So the fans are sending pizza. (laughs) Um, yeah, don't do that guys. Unless you're going to be there to, you know, foot the bill, pay for the pizza. Don't do that. (laughs) Uh, cats are to be banned outside unless they are on a lead under Australians, uh, the Australian council's new laws. Okay, so let me see what my cat's read. Hey, do you hear that? Hey, you. Knowledge Ravenspell. In Australia, you can't go outside unless you're on a leash. She's ignoring me, and I think she's asleep. We had a conversation earlier. I said, you need to stop putting your hand outside that uh, screen door that you've ripped open. (laughs) You need to stop trying to escape. The next time you go outside, you're going to be on a leash. And she gave me this look. She was so disgusted with me. (laughs) I'm like, if you're on a leash, we could go to the ocean where you can reach in the water and get your own fish. You could get your own lunch, eat a whole fish, and then use the sand as your litter box. I mean, it's really a paradise. I mean, for cats. (laughs) You know? She did look happy about that news. Not that I'd let her actually use the beach for a litter box, but, you know, just to entice her to use a leash. You know, I'm like, ah, I know it's going to take me months to get her to do this, but we'll get there. And when I suggested it, she ripped the shit out of my arm and it took me, I was scarred for a couple weeks. I was bleeding. It was, it was a... She does not like the idea of being on a leash. I feel sad for the cats. Aw. So now there's going to be a lot of leash training (laughs) going on in Australia. All right. So um, afternoon tea with pandas. Travelodge reveals strangest requests from guests. 
Well, I mean, I would love to have afternoon tea with panda bears. I mean, I didn't know that they had opposable thumbs to hold the teacups, but that would be something to see. <laughs> um, very, very strange. Uh, two injured as... Oh, two people were injured as pigs storm a golf course in West Yorkshire. Wow, this looks like a really... This pig is so huge, it looks like a buffalo. You know what? I gotta say something about this. It sounds funny or weird, but pigs are actually... Wild boars are really freaking dangerous. They will hunt you down in a pack storm you over you and they will eat you whether you're dead at first or not pigs are or wild boars are really really formidable opponents <laughs> from what i understand i've heard about this uh uh before even like javelinas are they're smaller pigs they're like kind of wild but they they can be pretty hard i mean people hunt them in the Shumash Reservation, I know a man who would go and he would uh, hunt the, the little javelinas. And he called me once and he said, I've got, I've got some pork stew I'm going to make for you. I got a wild boar and I want you to come over. And he made it and he, I remember he handed me a bowl of the, um, it was like chili he made with this. And it had tons of chili peppers in it and garlic and onions, and it was amazing. And uh, But he handed me the bowl, and he handed me a box of Kleenex. I'm like, oh, I don't need it. And he's like, trust me, you're going to need the Kleenex. And he was right. And he said, you know, eat spicy chili as often as you can. It cleans out your body. It detoxes you. But apparently, sometimes... You get the wild boars, and sometimes the wild boars get you. So here. um, A family had a pet dog that started killing ducks and chickens, and it turns out it wasn't a dog at all. (laughs) It was a fox. (laughs) The family was outfoxed by the fox posing to be a dog. (laughs) Oh, my God. How could they not know that was a fox? It looks like a, a like a fox or a coyote from this picture, but that's <laughs> be careful what you what be careful what kind of thing you have, you know, what kind of animal you get. My ex-husband, my first husband, bought me a dog at the pound, got me a dog, and brings it home, and we and and this dog was the damnedest thing. I couldn't train him. He was so he was really intelligent, but really strange, way different than any dog I'd ever met. And long after he died, I saw um, a, a thing on a TV show I was watching, and it turned out it wasn't a dog I had, but a wolf. <laughs> and it was a rare desert wolf, and that's why none of the veterinarians I took it to took him to could recognize that Sagan was indeed a wolf and not an actual dog. I don't know what breed this dog is. It's very strange. I don't know. I can't decide. I can't figure it out. Like, no one can figure it out. You, you're you a professional dog person, <laughs> and you don't know. And it turns out, well, no, it was a rare desert wolf that nobody knew. It wasn't even a dog. It was a wolf. <laughs> Sometimes you, you, it's not a dog. 
something else. <laughs> um, a multiplayer nine foot gaming joystick has now entered the record books. Shows these two little girls pushing this giant joystick back and forth to play a video game. That is really trippy. Why would they? I guess because they want to enter it in the record. So, all right, well, good for them. You've ever heard of that? I won't touch that game with a 10-foot pole. Well, here's a 9-foot joystick. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. Um, wow, this is one of the ugliest, most disturbing things I've ever seen. This is a really strange picture, guys. Doug the Mutant Spud is the world's heaviest potato, weighing nearly 8 kilograms. Now, I think we did report this last week from a different website. I didn't see a picture of it until now, and it just looks like... If you cross someone's brain with a potato <laughs> and maybe a pet rat, I, I don't know. Oh, it's just so, it just, it's gross. I don't want to look at it anymore. I gotta, I've got to move. <laughs> I couldn't move right along. Um, dogs have now gotten their own TV channel to help with stress and behavioral problems. I don't think having your own TV show is going to, you know, help with stress. I think it would add to your stress. <laughs> oh, of course, I'm just kidding. I get it. It's just a channel for dogs to watch. But, I mean, what they're watching is other dogs. So some of the dogs are stressed out because they have their own show. Well, maybe they're not stressed. Hopefully they're not stressed. I think some dogs come here, you know, and they get the privilege to be on TV and be movie stars to help people. Or help other dogs, maybe. I think it's possible. You know, I, I did play a video for my cat to alleviate stress and behavioral problems. It was a, a, a it was like a movie. It was it was very soft, kind of new agey music with a little bit of classical thrown in, and it was birds chirping and fluttering about and playing in a. Um, water fountain and I think there might have been part of the video was of cats trying to chase after birds and I thought it was appropriate for my cat it said it was to relieve stress in cats and I left her alone for maybe two hours and I came back and she attacked me the minute I got in the door ripped my arm to ribbons it was just like she was so freaking angry at me and I'm like this is the softest, most gentle, sweet music in the world. And you're like so mad at me. And the next time I left the house, I just played rap, you know, gangster rap. And I came home to a very docile and happy cat. So go figure. She's not, I think she's a little panther, not a real cat. <laughs> Based on the wolf incident, I'm thinking maybe she's just a, maybe she's a very tiny panther. She does not act like a cat sometimes. I mean, most cats like, you know, movies of birds, go figure. But no, she just wants the gangster rap. She wants the chill, lo-fi, hip-hop, anything that's cool. <laughs> At least she's got good taste in music. I've, I've, like, played around with it and experimented with different music. You know, certain punk rock, no, she'll attack me for that. She's very sensitive to music. So uh, the Bird of the Year controversy after contest is won by a 
bat. <laughs> Sky puppies. <laughs> oh my God. So there's a controversy because the bird of the year is actually won by a bat. Well, I love bats. They're not technically birds though, are they? They're other creatures that fly. They're not really birds. I mean, they don't have feathers. They're covered in fur. Their wings are made from leather. <laughs> they're kind of like badass birds, if they're birds at all. They're sky puppies. They're just like weird little dogs or rats with leather wings. I don't know. I love bats, but that is crazy. The bird of the year contest was won by a bat. I mean, <laughs> okay. A polar bear has gotten a root canal surgery to fix a very painful broken tooth at a wildlife park. Aw, poor little guy. There's a picture of him uh, with the anesthesia in his mouth. He looks um, kind of relaxed there. I, uh, I'll just let him sleep over there. Good for him. I hope he feels better soon. Let's send love and light to the polar bear. Um, this one is just odd. I heard about this on Stephen Colbert actually the other day. So camels have been banned from a beauty contest after being found out to have had facelifts and Botox. What I want to know is how did the camels dial the phone? <laughs> to make the appointment <laughs> for the facelifts and the Botox. And also, where do they keep their wallets? Oh, in their humps, I suppose. You know, to pay for the said Botox. And also, why is there a beauty contest for camels? So many questions. <laughs> so little time. Can you dial a phone with hooves like that? I don't... I mean... And, and what are those who's called camel toes? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I think we might have actually gone over the rest of these. So they didn't really have a whole lot on this website. Let's go to the next website. All right. So next we go to livescience.com. And all right. This is just weird are jackalopes real have you guys ever seen a picture of a jackalope it's a rabbit with like antlers <laughs> and this is kind of a funny type of hoax i suppose it was originated or starting when two young boys they decided to create this joke and they um, mounted a hoax of a jackalope in Wyoming. And it is um, like, a, I don't know, they were just like screwing around, you know, from Douglas, Wyoming. They invented this thing on their own. And they um, sold the first mounted jackalope to a hotel owner in the 1930s. Okay, so... They were, um, they invented it and they were hunters. They were amateur taxidermists. They just, you know, just wanted to do something that was like weird and funny, I guess, you know, not much else to do in the 1930s, I suppose. But, um, 
this is really, really weird. I, I, there's something to it because, um, there's a virologist in 1933. He's also an American. His name was Robert Shope. And he discovered that the HPV, you know, uh, human papilloma virus, when that is given to, or when a rabbit contracts this virus, I guess then be RPV because <laughs> you know, they're not human, but, uh, when they, de- when they develop papillovirus, papilloma virus, um, it causes the infected rabbits to grow features that look like horns. That's really, really trippy. So, and most people didn't realize, or or scientists back then didn't know that a virus could even cause cancer, but uh, they had, you know, they thought that viruses could maybe cause cancer in birds. They weren't really sure. They were skeptical. They didn't think it could happen to a mammal, but the horned rabbit proved them wrong because not all rabbits that are infected with this uh, grow horns just like not all humans with HPV develop cancer, but in the rabbits that do, the disease is oftentimes fatal. The horns disrupt the animal's ability to eat, and they starve to death. It's kind of creepy, right? But um, they're black, they're asymmetrical, they're not majestic like the antlers of the famed jackalope. (laughs) And it ends up being pretty grotesque, to tell you the truth, according to this person in this article and depending on how severe the disease gets in the rabbit it can look pretty horrendous well so anyway uh the tumor uh that comes out of this hpv in rabbits is made of keratin Uh uh-oh oh my god sorry about that just suddenly out of nowhere there was a a random ad that wasn't even on the page a second ago i hate when that happens So now I just turned off all the sound to my computer because fuck them. (laughs) And the jackalope they rode in on. Anyway, so it's the keratin, um, which is the same protein that actually forms fingernails and hair. And it could grow on other body parts. Um, You know, with the HPV virus in the rabbits, it just grows the horns. It's kind of weird. And so it's, it, it grows on the head and it looks like little weird little antlers and it can become malignant, malignant or cancerous in rabbits as well. This is weird. So I guess, I mean, are jackalopes real? No, they're not. However, rabbits in some certain weird cases can grow horn like features. So, I mean, I don't know. It's all kind of depressing and sad and extremely weird, which is, well, perfect for the weird news section of our show. (laughs) Um, Well, this is strange. A nuclear-powered U.S. submarine has collided with a hidden underwater mountain, (laughs) according to the Navy. All right. Um, So, yeah, it says an investigation into a recent collision involving a nuclear-powered 
U.S. submarine has revealed it hit an unmapped sea mount <laughs> in the China, the South China Sea. All right, so um, China is growing underwater mountains randomly, and it's uncharted or un. That's just weird. You know what it could be? It, there have been a lot of volcanoes coming up in the oceans lately. It could be that. That, I mean, that's really weird. Though. I, it's a nuclear-powered submarine. That's, like, dangerous as hell. That is quite dangerous. So, uh, this is weird. Uh, I don't know if I agree with this at all. Why extraterrestrial intelligence is more likely to be artificial than biological. So I don't, that's weird. I mean, who's going to create artificial intelligence if not biological? Uh, It's not like AI creates itself. So that is an, this is a live, this is a scientific journal, live science. And that is a very unscientific proposition. Where's artificial intelligence going to come from, huh? Someone's got to build the computers. Duh. God, I solved that one in three seconds flat. So, um... Siege of top secret... Area 51 began as a joke. Officials prepared to use deadly force in response... Now, I did report this in the beginning of this uh, of this podcast years ago. UFO enthusiasts who rallied in 2019 to invade Area 51 may have been joking about storming the base, but law enforcement took the idea very, very seriously. I guess if you do invade Area 51, be prepared. They will use deadly force against you, so... Please don't do that, guys. Don't go to area... You could go to Area 51, but don't cross over any of the lines. Don't storm the base. Don't do any of that. It is very dangerous. Um, well, that's fun. Um, why did more than 90 rattlesnakes move into a California home? <laughs> oh, wow. I would have to say they probably had a demon for a neighbor. <laughs> what the hell? More than 90 rattlesnakes were pulled from the foundation of a California home where the snakes may have been gathering to give birth. Holy fucking freak fest I mean that's creepy as hell oh my god it's so scary because they're just they're deadly and rattlesnakes have a reputation of being really feisty like if you go near them it's like that's it they freak out they will attack that's very dangerous I still wouldn't I mean if I would if it's my home I would be running fast running far and running forever because I would not freaking come back. That's beyond creepy for me. I, no, 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 uh uh-uh. I love snakes, but rattlesnakes, they're, well, a different animal. They're (laughs) very scary. Aw. But, um, that would, 
that would give me nightmares. I can't imagine. I mean, can you imagine like going to bed at night and then you hear ch 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 I'd be like, fuck no. That would be so scary. No way. No, no, no. That's uh, crazy. Um, researchers are set to break a world record for the most precise value of pi after using an advanced computer to calculate the famous constant to 62.8 trillion decimal places. And they still haven't solved it yet, I guess. That's weird. I mean, okay. That's just very strange. I, why, why? It's just, it seems like a waste. You can never really plug that number into a computer, except the computer they got it on. And how many people have that computer? No one except the one person who has this computer. (laughs) It's very, very weird. Well, this is a better, better story. Um, Two planes have reported a bright green UFO swooping through the clouds over Canada. It was so, yeah, two aircrafts flying over Canada reported the bright green UFO and it disappeared into the clouds back on July, July 30th. Very, very interesting. So, um, this is weird. They say alien abduction stories might come from lucid dreaming, according to a study. But I'm going to tell you something. You don't get scars on your body from lucid dreaming. And I have scars on my body after having one of these so-called lucid dreams of being abducted by ETs. I've scoop marks and I have had, um, well, actual physical evidence and proof in my body that this is happening. So lucid dreaming doesn't do that for you. Sorry again, torpedo that idea. <laughs> I have friends. I have a friend who has uh, implants. Scientists have found implants in her body after she's had experiences with UFOs. So it's not just about the lucid dreams, guys. Um, most Americans think intelligent aliens exist and half think they have visited Earth according to a new survey that revealed that, I guess. Um, And most Americans, not only do they believe in intelligent extraterrestrial life, they do not feel threatened by the appearance of UFOs, which is good to know now that they've actually come out and said that UFOs are real, aliens are real, the government's been working with them for a while, You know, it has come out. Disclosures happen. Maybe not full disclosure, but a lot of it has now come out. Thank you, God. Um, Very, very strange. Um, It says here there's a long-anticipated UFO report finally released, and no, it's not aliens. Well... Yeah, they don't implicate aliens, but they do say we don't know where the fuck they're coming from. 
so obviously shows it it's probably aliens duh I don't like this writer on this website because they're just not able to see they're not able to see the stuff the way I see it I guess I don't know there was a real life Moby Dick spotted off the coast of Jamaica that's actually pretty cool just looks like um, I don't know a whale to me so I did it was okay so off the Oregon coast by the way here's another article about it 55 earthquakes so there we go Um, there was a mummy with gold foil tongue found in a sealed Egyptian tomb Wow. A gold foil tongue. How do you taste anything with that? <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. That's it for now. Um, <clears throat> I'll be back. <clears throat> Woo. I'll be back on Monday with all unique and original programming, guys. Just like always, we'll come back with the next installment of the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ. And I want to let you guys know real, really quick that I do love you. I appreciate you. I'm glad we're on this uh, ascension and spiritual journeys together. I'm glad that we um, can convene at least at the conjuncture of this podcast together. I'm really, I'm really grateful for you. I don't say it often enough, so there it is. I've said it, and now I'm done. And now I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.